welcome to the Mind War. I'm Jim Stewartson. Um, I have a very exciting show today. Uh, this is a person that you know I've been following for a year and a half almost now, um, and is just you know bar none one of the best researchers on Twitter, um, and just a, a, a very um, kind and good person um, all at the same time. Um, uh, Gal Suburban uh, is her uh, is her name also known as Mindfuck, um, which is also happens to be the name of a documentary I've been working on. So, you know, great minds and all that. Um, and, uh, you know, Gal and I have been through some some ups and downs. There's a, there's a lot of really bad people out there who say a lot of really bad shit and, you know, um, you know, pit people against each other. So I'm honored to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for being here. And uh, uh, I can't wait to start talking about stuff. Yeah, happy to be here, Jim. It's good to talk to you again. Awesome. Um, so... You've been covering a lot of ground. Um, you know, obviously you have a, a focus on, on Florida, um, but you've also uh, dived deep into dominionism and uh, a variant um, called dispensationalism, um, which, you know, I more or less learned from you about and I thought it would be, I thought it would be cool to just kind of go over the basics of what dominionism is in general, just because it's so fucking insane. <laughs> you know? And, and then, you know, just educate me and everyone else a little bit on, on dispensationalism in general and, and, you know, how it relates. Yeah. Um, so I am not somebody who has studied religion um, you know, until more recently, just kind of me? looking at, <laughs> no, yeah, no, me. I mean, it's just not something that ever, um, me neither. You know, I, oh, you haven't either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, really, I guess I didn't really recognize the need for it until we really started to see some of these, um, kind of scary attributes coming out of, uh, the GOP really, um, right. you know, some really oppressive, um, you know, secular type uh, comments and um, just kind of got me interested in what, what is it that they are kind of, what are they learning, uh, you know, in their kind of group think, um, you know, yeah. how they, um, worship because i mean i think we kind of all knew that they were more on the um you know religious um you know faith-driven side of things um instead of the kind of the real fact-driven um particularly right. through COVID, i think we saw that you know and i think maybe that's where it stuck out the most to me is that you just saw so many people relying on this like anti-science faith-driven Yep. kind of almost like apocalyptic um yep. you know concept um and it was just i feel like it you know really put a lot of people in danger so i i wanted to understand why somebody could literally throw every 
provable fact out the window and put themselves, their children, their neighbors and everybody else around them just in complete at complete risk, you know, right. of, you know, of death or, um, you know, severe illness. So I just, I thought it was strange. So, um, I, I suppose that's what got me looking at some of these things. And, um, I didn't grow up, um, in a church environment either. So, yeah, uh, me neither. Me neither. Yeah. which I, I mean, which I think to some extent gives, maybe gives us an advantage in terms of looking at it. Right. Because to me, yeah. it, I, I have to be perfectly honest. Like to me, religion is like investigating Dungeons and Dragons. It's <laughs> like, right? Because it's like these all these fucking crazy, weird stories with like gods and thunder and you know magic yeah. shit. Right? It's like a Marvel and, movie. Yeah, and and it's kind of cool, except yeah. for the part where they murder each other over these fantasy characters right right that's the bad part and i think you know for me and i think for you i don't want to put words in your mouth it's like the weaponization of those fables and beliefs and you know and all this kind of culture that built up around it like these forces have weaponized it in a way that you know they have in the past, and it has had very bad consequences. So sure, that's yeah. why I got into it. Was yeah, I actually have no issue with people who you know believe in God or have you know particular faith that that um, you know that helps drive them into you know keeping a good moral compass or um, you know staying driven and motivated and and or um, you know if they're humanitarians and it just um, you know it's they've decided to get into that field because they want to serve God. These things are really positive, um, you know, attributes of um, faith. Now faith, I just kind of see a difference between faith and organized religion. And then the people who kind of oversee that process and um, you know, just, I I feel like there's a a disconnect between uh, the faith goers who go there to kind of worship and, you know, be, be understood or be heard and feel like they're supported by a community and then the people who are kind of like um grifting and and lying to these uh, congregations about you know the needs of the church or the needs of the people and yeah. um it just leaves open way too much opportunity for uh manipulation i think and yeah. so that's i mean i have no problem with people who have faith and i, I mean i think everybody should have that ability i i just have a problem with these people who take advantage of this need that people have to rely on something like that totally and 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 you know like it's it's as as you said faith and belief in anything people should be able to believe in any literally anything they want i mm-hmm. don't care what anyone believes or or thinks or about me or anyone else I could not give a shit. What matters is if that if a person's beliefs cause them to behave in a way that's harmful, right? right. Very, very simple. And and the reality is, I think, honestly, is that <coughs> the there's honestly a continuum between sort of classical faith in God, you know, having grown up in a religious family, and brainwashing right mm-hmm. yeah like, where's the line and you see you see these cult leaders you know mm-hmm. the twins of the world out there 
like saying to their followers, you have to have faith. You have to have faith in God. You have to, you know, faith is more important than freedom is something mm-hmm. Quinn says all the time. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's when it gets terrifying, right? Is when, right. when that faith gets weaponized. It's when you have the unethical leadership, you know, that are leading their flocks to, you know, certain death or, um, you know, destruction of their, their own lives, but it doesn't, you know, affect that leader. It's never going to affect that leader because the leader's ultimate goal um, for being there is much different than the people that are following them. That's right. And that's, you know, that's, Right. That's always power. Yeah. Well, and not paying taxes is always, you know, <laughs> exactly. really good. <laughs> or, or selling, selling rotting dinosaurs is another, is mm-hmm. another important factor, right? Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the connection between oil and gas and, and, you know, fossil fuels and, and doomsday ideology is one. Right. Right. And there's a yeah. reason, right? Yeah. You know, yes. It's a pretty simple right. reason that, that a lot of people just don't absorb. And right. And that, I mean, it's simply like if we can say that the world is falling apart and the hurricanes are getting worse um, because the end of days are near, we don't really have to change anything that we're doing that's destroying the planet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, so, so it's, it's, it's not a coincidence that, you know our favorite institute of mass destruction which is your your i'm stealing from you you take it please what's that <laughs> i said take it let's run with it perfect. <laughs> um, the council for national policy was mm-hmm. funded by the oil and gas in- industry and founded by tim lahay who literally wrote the left behind books which are a huge set of science fiction novels, young adult that brain fuck people into thinking that, you know, chaos, death and destruction is good. Mm. Right. Well, like, I mean, like yeah, to, you, you, you know, these books, right? Like the left behind books and the movies and shit. Like I have like, not read them, but I know I've, I've, yeah. I know. <laughs> so, so the guy who started, the CNP Council for National Policy, which is you know the fountain of all evil, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the founder was the guy who literally wrote not the book but the book series plural, <laughs> you know, on on um, the end times and you know all of that, which of course yeah. leads to you know the bullshit around Israel and you know. Up all of the all of the sort of global movements these people do in order to keep this fantasy going. Yeah, yeah, and actually, um, so something that I have been reading um, about um, dominionism and this other kind of doctrine that I found um, called dispensationalism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's also an evangelical like um, theological system, um, but it, it it's very specific about Israel. It's very specific about um, it, it. Basically, argues for a literal interpretation of the Old Testament. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, like literal. Like they get very upset about the covenants. You, you can't do any of the New Testament or the biblical covenants. It's very, it's very much very specific to 
um, literal interpretations of the Old Testament prophecies. And that involves ethnic and national Israel. Um, so that's where a lot of that Israel comes into play, where they essentially kind of, there's this, uh, you know, this war, or this Armageddon, right? right. Um, that comes, you know, and it, when, it, when it comes from a certain direction, I think it's from the south or something, um, up this certain, uh, you know, uh, pathway, um, actually from, from the Ukrainian area, um, mm. by the way, which is why we're running into this today, I think, too, a little bit. Um, or we have some people that are maybe cheering Putin on a little bit more than they probably should, um, is because they essentially, you know, culminate at this, this place in Israel that's kind of, uh, it's disputed land, you know, between Palestinians and Israel. And, and then I guess all of the evangelicals are raptured at some point and then they, you know, they float. I, I don't know if this is accurate, but maybe I'm no, not you're right. That, I mean, that's, like my, that's, that's my understanding they, is right. Floating. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they're suspended in like, I don't know, the air. Um, and, and Jesus comes back and dispensationalism at least. And I think some other evangelical like uh, theological systems uh, also is where um, the Jewish people in Israel are apparently they, you know, they can't believe their eyes, you know, and, right. and they're like, I'm so sorry, Jesus, that I didn't think, you know, that right. I didn't believe. And so some of them are also are converted and then the rest are, are mur murdered, like pretty, like bloodily, like it's like just blood everywhere. And all these like evangelicals are suspended in the air watching this horrific scene and war, but they're saved. So so everything's okay. cool right yeah that's, it's all good and, I mean, and that's, it's that's like you know i mean at the at the very heart of it right is mm -hmm. the idea that um you are special and chosen and that there are um that there is a apocalypse coming right and because you are special, because you have this special information, you are not going to be, you know, you're not going to die. Right. Now, that mm -hmm. can be because you believe in Jesus, or it can be like in, you know, not to change religions, but I will, uh, like in Church Universal and, and Triumphant, like the way you got saved was by going to fucking Wyoming and going in the nuclear fallout shelter that you know was oh. being, that you were building, that's right. that was that was how you escaped it, right? Mm -hmm. And it was because you you believed the cult leader in this case Elizabeth Clare Prophet um, that gave you the secret information that the Russians, by the way, were going to um, destroy America and. But but because you're special, you get to be in this nuclear fallout sh shelter and live it wow. out, and then you will be, you know, royalty. Um, and okay. and and by the way, and sorry to ramble shit up. No, this, you're this is this is the same cult that Mike Flynn read a prayer from in a Christian. Right. Church. Oh my gosh. Right. Like, yeah. That's how Doomsday that shit was. Right. And it claimed to be about God, but totally wasn't it was like whoa yeah no definitely not yeah 
that was amazing by the way i think i watched that clip a thousand times yeah well somebody didn't want anybody else to see it anymore um (laughs) um, you know i know it's it's (laughs) it's okay wasn't there another guy um another cult leader um, who it was like aliens were gonna come and you, like you would either go with the aliens, wasn't that another one? That's how they are saved. They would like the aliens oh. were gonna come. Well, there was the cult in um, in in um, San Diego that was a, the UFO cult that I'm blanking on, but I'll remember in a second. Um, that that 29 people <laughs> suicide. Yeah, I think that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because because they were told that the comet Hale Bop um, oh. had was actually a spaceship. Oh. Like this is this is what this UFO guy um, told them, and I can't believe I'm not remembering the name of this. Crazy It'll come to um, But but yeah, he told his followers. I mean, first of all, there was some castrations involved at some. Oh. Point. So there was that, like he went as far as he could into seeing how far he could mind fuck people. And he did uh, to, to the extent that 29 of them killed themselves when Hale Bop was at a certain point in the sky, because that way the aliens could be mute up. Wow. Well, <laughs> so, I mean, you know. So that that's the most extreme version of it, right? Is yeah, like, yeah. I feel know. like Sydney Powell is like a mixture of like all the cults. Like on her, <laughs> you know, like she is just like a she is a smorgasbord of cult, fin- like yeah. fanaticism. Is that a word? Is that the right word? Fanaticism, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, like she just has like aliens and flat Earth and like you know, I mean, she's got all the things. She is like a walking. You yeah. know, uh, she's yeah. she's just QAnon. That's all. She's a walking warning sign. It's like what she, yeah. She's like, well, she's she anyways. look. She was she was sort of a normal lawyer for a while, and she just got. I mean, by all appearances, literally, actually, mind fucked into QAnon. Like, yeah, yeah. Sydney Powell well, looks she, like a isn't she a revivalist, like a um, in one of the um. Because that is your like dispensational and dominionist like ideology, uh, is uh, uh is yeah. That so would make sense. yeah, I mean, mm. so she did that revival thing recently, and they always come to Florida. I mean, they're always in, they all live now in Florida. So I, I mean, know, I know. <laughs> Uh, I I feel like we should have like an exhibition of like normal people and then just slice this fucking thing off and just send it out to the end times. Like, like, build a wall, bro. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) Let me get out first. Just tell me what. Yeah. It's okay. The ocean's still there. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how he, he ships in all the Russians and stuff. Oh golly. Have yeah. You been seeing that? I mean they they're like coming on shore and shit. Like <laughs> Oh, well, they have birth tourism. You know? Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so you get you, I mean, I I'm from Arizona and, you know, um so I know a lot about um, you know, the the Mexican border and I just yeah. uh, you know, this white 
kind of ethno state ideology where they want to call them anchor babies, which is just an awful, you know, bigoted term. They don't call, they don't call the Russian babies that do they, you know, the Eastern European white babies, they sure don't call them that they have tourism for them so that they can come over and give birth to their, their children, you know, their Eastern European children and have dual citizenship in Florida. I just like, come on. That's how Melania's parents got over here. Like, I mean, it's all fucking anchor babies. That's, that's what America is. Mm -hmm. The whole point of America is to be, is to have, you know, people come here and make families. It's, it's, so twisted you know yeah they just yeah. fucking flip it so dis- dispensationalism is this yeah. specific like what yes. is this specific because let's just let's talk about because we we fast forwarded so let's yeah, talk about sorry. just no no I, I, it's awesome but 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 let's just talk about seven mountains dominionism for a second and what oh, okay. what that means because okay. because i think that's kind of the foundation for all for for you know, uh, a lot of the more extreme versions of evangelical Christianity. Yeah. 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 Um, and so here, um, I was pulling that up actually, because um, what's interesting is, is when I, as I've continued to kind of like dive into some of this, um, it's, it's somewhat looking like dispensationalism over time has kind of morphed into dominionism so it's Mm. it's they're very um they're very close in uh kind of how you know how the message is is provided um i mean true dispensationalists though are are super strict on it um there's one pastor guy out in california mccarthy and like, he's like, he doesn't like Catholics. He doesn't like uh, other evangelical. I mean, he is like, if you're not a dispensationalist, like you get the hell out, you know? Um, but for the most part, it seems like the two have kind of converged into, um, into kind of the same network of um, evangelicals. And that's where you get your um, seven mountains, right? right. Um, so... So dispensationalism is sort of like literalism, like right, yeah, basically yeah, the Old Testament, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. Old Testament and, only, and, yeah. right? So they're like going over specific it, passages and shit, right? And yeah, like, and they actually sure. believe like the war or your your life cycle or something is in these dispensations. So it comes in these like these sections of time that are it's hard to explain but it's 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 similar because some people argue that there's five dispensations some argue that there's seven or eight so even if in context with the seven mountains it's kind of similar where you have these stages or these um you know sections within that you're supposed to experience or fulfill before the end times. so it's kind of similar in that in that sort of way or, or, or dominate as it were right like, right mm-hmm and I have to tell you a little bit with the dispensationalist before I run into the, um, the seven mountains, you might get a kick out of this just with QAnon uh, and your, your knowledge of that. Um, uh, Darby um, is 
it, this guy, John Nelson Darby of the 1800s is really who created this um, like Ang- Anglo-Irish uh, theologian is uh, he's the one who really taught dispensationalist or uh, dispensationalism. But um, the, there's a, um, it's like futurism element of it um, where it talks about very specific um, uh, prophecies, but it all happens on the 17th week of Daniel. So oh boy. Just, yeah. So um, it's, <laughs> you know, the revelations uh, as six, 22, uh, 5 and like all these different numbers, you know, um, but I just always thought that was really funny. It's like, oh, the seventeenth week—that's interesting. Who loves that number? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, but they also do charts, and so this is the thing that really, um, really, really struck me was they do these um, really intricate um, charts or dispensationalist charts, where if you look at any like QAnon map. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's really like dense all the words. Yeah, yeah, and it goes here and here and here and everywhere and 5G and you know yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All those things. It's almost it's almost an exact like it's like a replica, uh, you know, or like a knockoff version of a dispensational chart. Whoa. Like this is what every single pastor that taught dispensationalism they had their own charts and these you know they they all did them differently, but. Um, they had all the different stages of dispensation before the end times, and they're very, very intricate, and they look just like QAnon um, drawings. And I just thought to myself, whoever is creating these has to know or has to have been around dispensation. That's interesting. Is it, is it all biblical stuff, or do they yeah. throw other shit in there? Yeah. Um, so, like, one guy, and the reason dispensationalism really came up for me is – surprisingly the z right right that's pa- right yeah talk about like, that because that's right. scary weird okay so <laughs> i mean i'm not although they're on to v now so who knows but... okay well you know i just thought to myself you know he putin is um he's such a mind fucker right that he yeah. he has he's has this uh, you know ability to probably speak to different right. Um, audiences um with the same word letter language whatever um you know all in one and so i thought to myself like there's maybe there's something biblical about this letter that you know that i don't know about and i so i just started kind of looking and um i came across um there was a um a uh, this guy and this is what's so interesting is um he, he was with the Grace Doctrine Church. Um, they called him Colonel uh, Theme. I don't know if I'm saying his right uh, his name correctly, but he was an evangel uh, evangel evangelical you know preacher who practiced um, uh, dispensationalism, and um, they called him Colonel because he was really into spiritual warfare. Um, he was very militant in the way that he, um, you know, was preach. Um, he actually went to, you'll know who this is, the, uh, you know, the, a uh, lot of, um, uh, references to him and stuff are in the, D- the Dallas Theological Seminary, the school there mm-hmm. in Dallas. So, um, but he actually had a specific doctrine, um, 
and he had uh, created all these illustrations over the years um, to create this doctrinal principle. Um, he developed a unique technical vocabulary, and I'm reading this for you, um, <laughs> to communicate complex concepts and stimulate recall of the entire biblical categories of doctrines. The grace apparatus for perception, also known as Operation Z, was the edification complex of the soul, the divine dinosphere, or the problem-solving device. And so what it was, was it was, it's, it's a letter Z, and it's a, it's a chart, and it's hard to kind of, you have to picture it in your head, but the top left of the Z is the pastoral teaching, so the word. That's the, mm -hmm. you know, the Holy Spirit then teaches, you go to the right to make the Z, it's the believer listens, mm -hmm. that's the human spirit. And then you go uh, diagonal down with your Z and that's the Holy Spirit transfers mm -hmm. and you have, then you become knowledgeable of that. And then you go to the right and that is your, um, your heart. So it's like, now it's like ingrained in you what the, the, the doctrine that your pastor is teaching you. So it's like this way to um spiritually grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah it's a process yeah. of basically conversion of right. of you know bringing new people into this um you know the holy spirit and um they oh, have boy. all these different i know right it's really uh, i mean uh, creepy. indoctrination you know yeah like with symbology and like all the all mm -hmm. the sort of cultic signals yeah. do you know what he called it no or oh, oh, they also call it uh, bob called it the gap gap oh boy yeah right <laughs> right i mean you know? uh, wait, so, so the, i'm yeah. sorry what, what was, uh, can you say his name again uh t-h-i-e-m-e -E. and they called him the colonel the colonel Colonel, uh, and, like, and, and, and what, and, and, and forgive me, what, what, around what year was this guy is doing this stuff? Like, oh, um, he only, he only passed away just recently. Um, so he's been doing the, this is a, oh, yeah, in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, so here's what's fun about him. Okay. He actually, um, was, uh, Dan Quayle. Uh, yeah so um dan Coyle and his wife used to listen to all of his tapes oh wow so um there was well, like a big he's all wrapped up in the family and shit isn't he Coyle? yeah he sure he might be yeah that would make sense uh, I, so, you know, I know i know for a fact like he's deep in the oil and gas and all that shit yeah so actually i have that here i have a book that was um, you know, kind of related to what I was looking at here with Quayle as, uh, as American theocracy, the peril and politics of radical religion, oil and borrowed money in the 21st century. Right. And it was written in 2006. Um, it was, you know, onward Christian soldiers, onward oil producers. <laughs> it's, it's so true, right? With a persistent allegro of punitive aerial bombings. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically so. the idea that... <laughs> All of this actual stuff that's happening in the world, like the heating of the earth and the dying of the people, doesn't fucking matter. 
because mm-hmm. of magical things, right? Mm-hmm. Pick your magical thing. And in this case, yeah. it sounds like this was like proto cue, except for with, you know, Bible stuff and, you know, some other like, it sounds yeah. like some crazy shit thrown in. Yeah, this colonel um, guy, this pastor, he was, you know, he got a lot of pushback um, for a lot of his teachings. But, um, you know, like, for instance, he was, um, you know, he'd say that husbands, like, literally own their wives, their right. actual property. And um, and so what happened is, like, the quails had to basically distance themselves from this fundamentalist, um, you know, uh, colonel uh, theme. Um, he, uh, he would attack, uh, he's like do-gooders and liberals and power mad labor, laborers and, um, welfare recipients, homosexuals, gun controllers, rock music, feminists, and <laughs> like this, and the satanic United Nations. All the good things. All the, All the things, parts. All right? The fun parts of like, yeah. I hate he that. Was, why, I have a why feeling is that this is got, um, his tapes from. You know how he would do all the tapes? Uh-huh. I think he got them from this theme guy because that's what this guy did. He put all of his uh, ministry and teachings on cassette tapes in like yeah. 12 different languages. I mean, that's how you did it. But, you know, back in the day, like, <laughs> like there was very little choice. I mean, the, you know what it was? The, the fucking radio, you know, is it, yeah. it was shockingly effective like you know because there was there wasn't anything else right right you had you sat around and you listened to this one voice tell you things and because it came out of a magical fucking box (laughs) that was amazing back then it was like yeah whoever this is must be credible right he knows everything this box knows everything that's right (laughs) and you had like like this guy father what's his name i can't even i can't remember but he was this basically like neo-nazi guy who you know was was super you know ku klux klan you know kind of guy and basically helped form the american nazi party using the radio Mm. Uh, i'm I'm so brain dead uh father something i can't remember and, but but you know what I'm talking about. And and he did all this shit on the radio. And the reason was because it was insulated, right? It was it was this magical one thing that everyone you know wrapped around. And then you know we sort of got our shit together with TV and radio for you know some decades, where at a minimum it wasn't you know it may have been culturally damaging, but it wasn't like mind fucking people into fascist you know right nazi ideology like fox yeah you know yeah um, or like one religion you know yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i mean owen like had all sorts of crazy shit on there like all sorts newsmax is still on a lot of these cable networks. oh yeah and, yeah and, you know you know who funded newsmax I mean, I think you're gonna tell me. This is a this is a good one. <laughs> okay. The estate of William Casey. William Casey is one oh. of the most notorious like people ever on earth, right? William Casey was uh, Reagan's CIA director. Oh. He did, he did okay. Iran Contra. 
he was yeah. he was the founder of the Manhattan Institute. <laughs> and his his daughter uh funded um you know what's his name to uh start Newsmax. Oh you know? gosh. The Ray guy, Kelly, the, Ray Kelly? No, wait. Oh, the other guy. What's the other guy's name? Yeah. Or the owner. I can't remember. Yeah. We are real bad at names today. We're who's just gonna who's, this, who's, it, who's been in the CNP for 25 years? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, these guys all come back around in the same fucking group of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, like, there's a reason they call, they call the deep state elites. Because they know for a fact that, that they're talking about themselves. Themselves, yeah. It really is themselves. I mean, everything they say is just, I mean, it's themselves. It's, it's like a I mean, massive the, projection of epic. I mean, it, it's, it's epic. Just, just look through the CNP directory, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What is it? It's a bunch of fucking elites, uh, you know, who are, who are, you know, ha- literally hatching up plans for how to get the poor people to work for them for nothing or die or die or die i mean for them exactly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and it's it's just you know like yeah but again that's that's why they need like shit like doomsday ideology right well i mean mike pence is one of these um that i i think would be uh, categorized as a dispensationalist. So, oh, wow. like when, yeah, when you find it's, um, I found he's it's a really weird cool. shit in the 90s. Actually. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's scary. Um, there's a group called the Intercessors for America that, um, personally, nobody's talking about about the insurrection, but they were literally on the lawn. They had a permit and, um, they're, they're fucking scary and they are, um, they, what what is I, that? Intercessors for America. <laughs> Intercessors for America. Intercessors are that's praying. So like legitimately they have these Zoom call not Zoom, I guess it's like audio only, but they have these calls, I swear to you. And they'll and it's the creepiest thing, you'll have nightmares. It's and they'll say, Okay, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna pray for Mike Pence to overturn the election, right? I have this all like they were doing this during January sixth. And they would then they would go and they would unmute the mics of all of these people on the phone that were speaking in tongues and praying and it's just like this like it's so just like, like thousands cursing? of voices at like blah, 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 blah. So they were like cursing him. No, no, no. They were praying for him to do the right thing at the time. You know, before right, he right. before he didn't do the thing at the time, and right. so they would say like unmute, and it would be like thousands of freaking voices, like dear God, Holy Spirit, da, 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 and it's like, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, oh, this is a nightmare inducing. And then they would say, okay, and mute, and it would, and it has like this prompt. It was like, all calls are mute now, and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking you know, creepy. It's so creepy, but yeah, they. Do, I mean, do you that, have that recording? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh good, because because yeah. you're gonna have to give it to me so I can splice it in right about now. Yeah. Let's go ahead and, and and at do as Dave directed. Let's pray for healing. Let's pray for unity. Let's pray that this would be an opportunity that the Lord can use for His glory and for healing in our nation. 
So let's go ahead and um, unloose, unloose the lines and unloose the prayers. All participants are unmuted. So we're going to listen to it. You're going to, oh, you're going to hate it. <laughs> I'm going to love it and hate it at the same time. But yeah, I, I and will... you're going to see that I gave a great uh, rendition of it just there. It, you won't know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I oh listen, if people express their faith in this way, right? Great. Uh-huh. Okay. That is fine. I don't. I again, I, like, I have no problem with anyone, you know, um, speaking in tongues or believing in sure or any of that shit. The problem is with <laughs> like they, Paula they, White, yeah. What like Paula exactly? Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, like the angels are coming from. Like, there's there's a bunch of Satanists really mad at me, you know, right? Because. Mm. Because they think I hate all Satanists, and I don't. I point out satanic cults that cause harm to people, just like I point out Christian cults that harm people, right? Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Like, like really, people can, like, and, you know, Satanists do a lot of crazy, weird shit, and go for it. Knock yourself out. Just leave everybody else alone in the process, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing here. It's like, that's great. You feel free to speak in tongues and do whatever you want. But when you're doing that in order to promote the potential kidnap and capture of elected representatives mm-hmm. uh, for the purpose of overthrowing the fucking government, that that is when it gets bad, right? yeah yeah like what you're describing is really fucking bad because they're trying to get a guy to to commit treason right right they're 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 going blah 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 to get him to commit treason it's not treason if you're doing that to worship great if you're doing it because it's part of a fucking psyop like that's not great yeah no yeah if you don't know why you're doing it or you're misled into, you know, that's the thing is being taken advantage of for your, um, your system of belief is, is, is one of the worst things I think anybody can do to somebody is, is, uh, take advantage of their, um, trust and, and blind faith. I mean, you have to have blind faith to be, uh, you know, to be able to kind of participate in that kind of, um, ceremony, you know, or, or, Never. And I just, it's just, I think it's mean and cruel and um, gross, you know, I to, to lead these people into this, you know, uh, worldview that uh, they tell them it's, it, it's much different than it, than it really would be if they achieved it, you know, totally. um, and a lot of the people that are helping them would not be allowed in that world. And that's part of the other, uh, you know, sickness that I see is that, you know, they, you know, they're using people like, uh, Scott Pressler and oh, yeah. Jacob Ingalls and, or, um, you know, um, who's a guy in Georgia. Uh, he's the NFL guy. Uh, what is, oh, Herschel Walker. Yeah. I mean, they're just using these people, but these they're people, totally these people they're, don't they're... exist in their Christendom, right? Like this no. is not, these are not people that are allowed in. Right. That's but right. right now 
there's such a minority that they have to allow these people to help them. Otherwise they can't achieve this um, supremacy that they need because they'll just fuck them, fucking kill them later. Like we'll just deal with you later, but you can help us get there. And that's how sick these people are. It's like, they know that they know they can't stand gay people. And, but yet, you know, they'll use them. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I think, I think trust is such an important thing you said, right? Because, Mm -hmm. because just, just, and I fuck it. I like, I pick on Mike Flynn because Mike Flynn, fuck Mike Flynn. Um, (laughs) He, like, he's trusted because he's got three stars in his chest, right? He's trusted because he, he was the fucking national security advisor. He was the head of the DIA. He was all right. of these things, right? And he uses that trust. He misuses that trust to do shit. Like go into a fucking Kenneth Copeland, you know, prosperity oh, gospel church, you know, with a bunch of, you know, super duper, you know, Christian people. And lead them in a doomsday cult, theosophical, you know, occult prayer by someone that, you know, they would think is a devil worshiper, right? Like blasphemy, really. It's totally blasphemy. He did that on purpose. He used his trust to to cause them to do something against their own interests, right? Mm -hmm. Something they would not normally do. And I think, you know, it's just such a good, I think, striking example of what you're talking about where you know these people just they abuse the the trust that you know mm-hmm. maybe they earned at some point in their life usually not but yeah well know. and a lot of times what they do too um it, um especially in these kind of circles and networks that we're talking about is that um you know and i think probably you know i haven't um i haven't actually looked into this, but I'm, my hypothesis would be that um, when they started losing kind of followers and, and more of a majority, um, they, I think, you know, they started seeking out um, drug users and uh, people who were really seriously in need of help and community and family and love and, you know, and so they, they build these, you know, centers where, you know, they, they put, you know, they're rehabilitating people, which is absolutely what needs to be done. But then they're, they're only just transferring their vice to this, you know, this ideology now that is controlled by the leader. And that leader is the person who saved their life, right. From the, from that drug overdose or from the, whatever it is. And now they're, now they have this loyalty and this, uh, admiration for this, like, um, you know, godlike prophet who, who, you know, who took them from drugs and put them, gave them Jesus, you know, and it's like, I, yeah. I just, it's this way to build these Christian soldiers that um, are indebted and also, um, you know, unwitting participants in their war. You 100%. know, percent. You, you know, it's another great example of of this is. Uh, um, code of vets, do you know? Code exactly of- right. Yep, absolutely. It's the same 100%. exact fucking thing, right? A big it's PTSD just, push. Yeah, they yeah, are all about that. Laundering. It's just it's it's oath keepers recruiting, 
right? Yeah. They go after vulnerable vets who need yeah. help and pay them to go to protests and fuck people up. Mm-hmm. And they admit it. Like the CEO of it said, well, you know, if Antifa can pay people to go to protests, why can't we? You know, yeah. you know, yeah. if you can go commit crime, you know, why can't we? Is basically the the you yeah. know the implication. Yeah. And um, you know, and and guess guess who gave Code of Vets a hundred thousand dollars on January fifth? Tell me. Mike fucking Flynn. Yeah. Okay. Well. Joe Flynn, in his infinite wisdom, (laughs) announced it on Twitter. Hey, the Flynn family is giving $100,000 to Coda. Where did they get $100,000 from? Can anybody fucking tell me? They have all sorts of money like remember like america's future gave a million dollars for the fraud it's like i know but where does that fucking come from well that's a you good goddamn question now is like yo sure it is yeah and all his property here's the thing the cmp is Arizona. full of billionaires mm-hmm. and and zillionaires and yeah and we should ask rod rod martin right now i think peter teal mm-hmm. rod martin yeah he's one of the paypal mafia guys he lives Which in Florida. He? he lives in Matt Gates district. Um, he is the uh, he's the guy. Nobody talks about this guy. He's super quiet. And well, hush, that's hush, what I'm he actually, yeah, he actually runs the NSIC, which is a national uh, what is it? NCIS and National Center. Ah, whatever it is. I'll find it for you. But um he that's what um Kevin Freeman, um, you know, the economic war room guy. Uh-huh. He, he's part of this national security something something I have to fucking pull it up for you but anyway, yeah so Rod Martin runs that Kevin Freeman is the head of that who runs Economic War Room um, he was in the PayPal Mafia with, with Peter Thiel and the other guy in, um, and he's in PayPal or PayPal Mafia he's one of the right. original PayPal Mafia guys yeah Rod Martin mm-hmm. he lives in um in Matt Gates district here. And uh, he also is part of the Southern Baptist convention. Well, he actually recently resigned. Seems like yeah. all pissed at them. But oh. he also started another um, uh, movement through the Baptist movement to train Patriot pastors. Oh boy. Yeah. Patriot. Telling you, it's some crazy Patriot. shit going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, it's yeah. all still very in line with the with our same topic, our dispensational, dominionist, like um, you know, evangelical networks. Totally. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, we you Peter Thiel came up like have have you looked into that guy's religious background? I'm, you know, I've I don't get it. I'm gonna be honest, like he's. I mean, he's I can't got, tell if he's religious or if he's just like his oh, own god. Somehow. Oh no, 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 like no, no. he's, not he's his own god, right? Oh, like absolutely. it's just no, no, him. No, no, no. Yeah. Peter Thiel doesn't believe in anything but Peter Thiel. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's I mean, the way in I my opinion. Okay. But, but he believes know. in like some cycle of chaos, right? But, Which is some weird. But, but he does yeah. have a very, very 
uh, interesting connection to the Catholic Church. Okay, well that yeah, well that would make sense. Um, which really so check this out. I didn't know this until you know I don't know a year ago. Um, Peter Thiel met Arne Panula, who is a a, a Catholic priest, when Peter Thiel was in Stanford. Um, huh. And running the Federalist Society, oh. <laughs> and so he met um, uh, Father Arne Panula and had a lifelong, literally until the end of Arne Panula's death, um, very close relationship with uh, Father Arne Panula. Arne Panula went on to become head of Opus Dei. Oh, okay. Uh, after you know knowing Peter Thiel for ten years, he went, became uh, head of Opus Dei, and then he became head of the Catholic Inter- Information Center, um, which is where the real power lies, because that is the lobbying arm of Opus Dei, and you know, arguably the Catholic Church. Um, mm. Which and- side of the Catholic Church? Because you have the the guy that runs the Church Militant. Oh, it's that's like a, a that, that, yeah. The church whole whole church militant thing is like, that's that's what Flynn is really trying to do, which is break off like this dark version of Catholicism. Like they, they're they're literally trying to split the church, right? Like, uh, yes, yeah, and they use like that one Vigano archbishop and all that shit. guy. Yep, that's him. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all part of the all part of the same thing. Um, but mm-hmm. but Panula was you know the guy who basically s- started and ran the you know one, one of the most powerful figures in you know American Catholicism in general but but the top of Opus Dei for you know over a decade wow. and that was after he met Peter Thiel Peter Thiel started going off on his thing so. I don't know what that relationship was, but when Arne Panula died, Peter Thiel wrote an entire chapter about their lifelong friendship. Hmm. Um, so sweet I find that extremely interesting that yeah. um, Peter Thiel was lifelong friends, um, you know, from when he was a young, um, you know, uh, student. Yeah. <laughs> sure. A Catholic yeah. priest. Um, you know, and had a close relationship for many years. I'm yeah. just saying it's fucking weird. Um, yeah. Especially because Peter Thiel's actual religion is, or, or his philosophy is much closer to um, Rene Girard and, and yes. guys like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. And that was what, um, philosopher of uh, Hitler's, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's Ebla. That's another one. Oh, okay. okay. Um, um, and you know they're they're sort of related, but Gerard has got this weird theory that all relationships are conflict, and that the uh, okay. only way you can uh, get anything done in life is to like basically weaponize this sort of inherent conflict between people. It's very oh. nihilistic, and you know and scary as shit right and and yeah. directly flows into um like jeff casea's mimetic warfare and all that stuff 
Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that you, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, you read it. Well, it's very Bannon-ish. Yeah, you know. totally. It's all yeah. on that same like, you know. But and if you notice though, there's like it. I mean, the overwhelming theme of all of these kind of, you know, individual ideologies is that everything is destroyed and people die. It's still exactly doomsday, right. Always. Like it's still fucking real right. bloody and messy and they and and somehow each of these people ends up just fucking fine because totally. <laughs> you know they're so special right, right. but everybody's so. gonna be fine because they're special totally. right? yeah totally. i mean like evola because you brought him up right bannon is deeply in and in, into evola like that that's that, that okay. guy's that guy's version of of doomsday is the kali yuga right because he mm. He integrated. Uh, he's a he's a traditionalist, quote unquote, which is, you know, just sort of like throwing a bunch of occult neo Nazi shit on top of Christianity. You know, basically. Mm, so gross. Yeah, it's all it's all super bad. Anyway, um, Bannon see is the has been pushing Ebola for. A long time and Ebola is now making this huge resurgence like on telegram oh, and stuff great lovely uh, Ebola was hit like did advise hitler for reals like yeah you know, like for years like <laughs> oh, I, mean, I was tracking a telegram channel that like literally was just stomach churning it was um i can't remember what it was called but i, I sent it to um one of the um one of these like religious um, researcher uh, people. And I was like, somebody better go fucking hang out and check this shit out. Cause it's real bad. <laughs> like they uh, were flyering things with the, I mean, it was, it was real bad. Flyering things. Yeah. They were going around and putting flyers out. Um, it was very identity Europa, but like kind of uh. revamped. And I mean, it, literally all it was, was like Hitler pictures on this thing and i was just like what is happening in the world you know i mean you know telegram is it it used to be kind of hard to find the neo-nazi channels right like from like when i first started looking on telegram because i you know i knew that's where a lot of that kind of shit was and you'd find them but there would be like 500 you know people maybe in a channel and now it's like there's 150,000 people in this literal neo-Nazi channel, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, like the worst, you, you know, most despicable, you know, white supremacists oh, yeah. on earth have like these huge followings now because they just sucked all the QAnon people into their shit. Yeah, it was very scary. Very, you know? <laughs> There was like, like they, a they just upgraded of, everybody in the oh yeah well. yeah yeah they did and like you know women and too which is like you know when they kind of hooked all these moms and grandmas and I mean it's just like oh man you're crazy totally well, yeah I mean that and I mean if there's one thing that bothers me the most about all this is exactly that is the way they targeted moms the way they targeted women you know um to use their the the fact that they're empathetic human beings who care about people and especially children 
Yeah, their instincts. Mm -hmm. they, they, they weaponize those instincts against them. And it's just, you know, it's mm -hmm. mind-boggling how people could, you know, think of and, and, and execute this stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, it puts it in the, you know, the, the uh, patriarch kind of, uh, you know, if you, if you, if you scare enough women into thinking these teachers and these people are going to, you know, do harm to your children, they're going to keep those children home. They're going to call yeah. for defunding public education. They're going to stay at home and the men are going to then be, you know, I mean, you're just, you're going backwards into this, you know, unequal patriarchy that fits very well with like this, you know, dominionist um, kind of ideology. So it's, I mean, it's all, it all has its threads within this, this religion. I mean, it's, it's, um, I mean, I think the charts come from, from this religion. I think, um, you know, the, the, a lot of the goals, um, you know, deconstructing uh, public education, trust in uh, deconstructing the administrative state, right? That's what mm -hmm. said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because they, because the administrative state to them is not, you know, godly. It's not their, their one religion, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and what you'll hear a lot of them say is um, the laws of nature and nature's God, right? Yeah. Is um, they, you know, they really believe that um, the constitution should be kind of interpreted in biblical kind of well, that's what, and that's yeah. what Flynn does constantly right mm -hmm. is yeah. he talks about how actually I love I you know it's so dumb but he's constantly tr is trying to make the Ten Commandments be yes or the or the, exactly the, the Bill of Rights be based on the Ten Commandments correct mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah. no they but they their list with 10 items. That's the only connection between these things, you idiot. <laughs> like, well, look, okay. So just earlier today, <laughs> um, I know you don't have a Twitter because they came, first they came for Jim. Um, but um, let's see here. <laughs> but I actually, in 1986, okay, a coalition for revival. Okay, it's an evangelical revival, you know, reformation group. Um, with a bunch of evangelical Christian leaders signed the manifesto for the Christian church on July 4th, 1986. And part of that, that, manifesto, that sounds great already. I'm just here. It's freaking wild, man. <laughs> I mean, it's wild. It's great. I mean, it's a little what, fucking what, weird. Tell me but about it. What, what, what's yeah. It, what's so it manifesto, and it's amazing. It's they a, called it that. Oh, hell yeah, they did, right? I mean, they all went out there and they prayed at the Lincoln Memorial in 1986. I swear. It's beautiful. I mean, it's just, I'm sure it was a lovely meeting of, of, of wonderful moral people. Um, but yeah, so they have all this stuff and they're very angry at themselves. You know, they say like, oh, we were asleep and we were uncaring and uncourageous and, um, you know, and unholy members of the body of Christ. And they said that, you know, like, how dare we allow Western civilization to be on the brink of self-destruction? Now, mind you, this is 1986, right? So uh -huh. we're going through this again. It's like, okay, you know, the I don't Western know how civilization, man, that's they it. Love that right? term, don't they? They love that term, the fucking love Western. It. You know, it's like it's it's like Flynn's favorite, um, you know, website that he posts all his like fascist shit on. 
is called the oh, Western yeah, Journal. Yeah, the Western Journal. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. again, not an accident. Western no. civilization means white people. That's oh, all for sure it does. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah, it yeah. means. And yeah. Same with Judeo-Christian. It just yep. means fucking white Christians. That's all it means. Yes. Yeah. Um, Roger Stone's there too for that. He lives for that shit. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all. He's super. He's I. That guy's followed the Bible his whole fucking life. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he's he's been pushing Eastern Orthodox shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, which is yeah. a whole other like. Thing, right yeah, that's a, yeah like the whole orthodox like side of the house is all fucked up you know with the, core, the krill? well yeah like, i mean the the, yeah. the um uh the russian orthodox church is is simply a crusade for right. putin at this point right yeah um but but there it's also infected other orthodox shit eastern orthodoxy is a mess you know there's there's again it's not to say that all eastern orthodox people are you know fucking fascists but there's a lot of fascists in in orthodoxy unfortunately right like the we have to have a little bit of you or not a little bit you have to have a lot of bit of um conformity and uh um fear and uh, uh you know obedience in those yeah. kinds of religions and i mean those are some of the you know yeah. most important things well, about mean, fashion you know, question yeah. you know you know question leader right yeah so. well, it's right in the name right it's orthodox it means it's like it, it might as well be regressive right exactly yeah it, it means we we choose not to regress and that and by the way that's what they're using with the catholic church right is they use they use um vatican ii when they oh. made some of the, some of you know some needed, you know reformations in in the church to make it, you know very slightly more liberal, um, mm-hmm. and to get rid of some of the old you know weird Latin shit from from the from all the masses, right, and, and that moment in the early 60s i think the vatican ii was went from like 59 to 62 or something in there um and after that pope you know pius 12 or i think it was um you know the traditionalists in the church say that everything after that is blasphemy and is not actually oh. catholic okay and so that's that's where a lot of a lot of like the Veganos and and the and the Cap- Cardinal Burks and all these guys who are pushing, you know, this Jesus. really hardcore shit. Yeah, Almost New like, World Order. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's all around cre- con- creating conspiracy theories around this takeover mm-hmm. happening in the church. Yeah, so this um, <laughs> manifesto has some uh, like a bunch of um a statement of essential truths and calls to action so um you know they believe it's going to be a great benefit for all of mankind uh, of course you know for um to bring every to the laws and commandments of the bible as its citizens will allow so that's why i brought it up because it's very much what you're talking about about the commandments and the bill of rights so they're very 
uh, very aligned in that. And they talk about what's called the Great Commission. Have you seen that? No. So, okay. So that sounds you, scary. The, sounds like, <laughs> like Nisara Gisara kind of shit. Yeah. Well, the fulfillment of the Great Commission is essentially uh, conversion. So converting oh. as many people as possible to this religion, which again goes back to like you're not allowed in these you have to believe this particular uh you know um doctrine creating their own orthodoxy right correct yeah yeah yeah. so are you know um then they go on to talk about a need for confrontation um and this uh, affirmation Mm. that um you know they actually have to live a living confrontation is what they're talking about over any unrighteousness um Mm. so that's sort of like the westboro baptist church yeah like so it's like it's kind <laughs> of like you know yeah basically where they were like look you know they religion and politics have to intersect and they have to intersect because if they don't then there's this like, you have unrighteousness within the church because the Whoa, laws Flynn says so that all the time he says that yeah. all the time you can't separate politics and religion because mm-hmm. you know that you know you that that's that's where life is that's what god wants you to do like whatever like yeah. excuses right like, yeah and, but the problem they have is there's this thing called the johnson amendment mm-hmm. which which says you can't do that yeah and retain your tax exempt status i i don't understand how all of these uh organizations are still functioning frankly i really it's um it's a complete fucking failure of our yeah. government not to have oversight of these uh, and audit you know auditing and compliance and i mean these things are so fucking important i mean they have you know charlie kirk himself with turning point he's got turning mm-hmm. point usa turning point faith turning point college turning point high school um, they're literally in high schools, <laughs> statuses, um, and they are, you know, preaching gospel through political means. I mean, it's just like a complete, uh, I, I don't understand it. I really, I mean, because you could go on these, there are articles of incorporation and they're all of these different documents and they specifically <laughs> say, this is what we're fucking doing. And I'm sitting here like, do we not have human beings reading these things? Like, are there robots processing these applications? Because I, I mean, this is like, it's like they didn't even read the, you know, the the guidelines to apply for a nonprofit or a tax exempt organization because they're literally in their fucking mission statement. It says that they they're, know, they know, you know, that they're not going to enforce it. They have then, to. I mean, if we don't, I don't know, you know. Well, they've been, but they've been short setting staff, up, right? they've been setting up the, the situation to make it like incredibly painful to do anything like that, right? Can you imagine yeah. the, the, and I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. We have to do it. I totally agree. But the, the reason why they don't, in my opinion, is because they're afraid to, because they know that if they once, crack down on one church for a goddamn thing anything yeah like what did they like howl about the fucking mask mandates 
in churches. Yeah, like, oh yeah, my yeah, Christ, yeah. right? You know, like. <laughs> but imagine if they started taking away their tax exemptions. You know. For, for, well, maybe they should start actually doing work of God. Then I don't know. I, I, mean, I totally agree. Saying, <laughs> you know, like suck I'm it up, Buttercup. Like, like, oh, I know they're gonna be. You so might. Pissed, you might. Right? I think the concern is that you start pissing off more mainstream Christians. If there's a perception that you're starting to crack down on religion. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, there's, trust me, I mean, and you know this and I know this, there's plenty of 501c3, 501c4 organizations that are not churches that are, um, you know, arms of churches or arms of groups that um, aren't churches, but all, you know, you can't belong to it unless you're, you know, have the same you know, belief structure, whatever, but I'm not even saying just churches. And I mean, let the churches do the church. These people are not churches. None of them are churches. You no, know, they agree, but, yeah, but what do you, start what do, you there. do about somebody like Greg Locke? Oh, right. well, yeah. I mean, the, that those are the guys that I see as the problem that we're, oh, he's we're certainly the, a problem. Yeah. Well, cause, cause he, but the thing is like, he used to be a, a kind of a Christian, I think, before he went into the psyoping people into fascism business. Mm-hmm. What he does yeah. now, right? I mean, he had fucking Roger Stone <laughs> in his church. Yeah. With Pastor Benjamin and, you know, a bunch yeah. of other, and an anti vax lady. Yeah, I mean, you might have to actually, you might have to be at a at a point where you grandfather the, some of these psychopaths, unfortunately, but you find a way to, <coughs> excuse me, safeguard, um, you know, future production of of more of these because the more, like, for instance, there's a guy down in South Florida who literally started the Patriot Church. Give me a break, bro. I mean, he can't even read the Bible. He's like, and, you know, we have the Great Awakening on Sunday. And, like, you know, and he gets a freaking status because he starts a church. He's not a, he's not a guy. He's not a guy. He's not a pastor. He's just a guy. Are you coming to to Q-drop class in Sunday school? Yes. Yes. Bring your cutout letters. We're gonna decorate them for Easter. Like you know, like everybody, bring your Q. <laughs> like they, bring I mean, Q. Oh. or a Z. Either is fine. Yeah, Z, bring Q. A Q or a Z. Yeah, because we like those letters know, here. We like we like Trump. We like we like Putin. <laughs> we like you know either way is good. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so you prevent guys like like QAnon dude who was like, well, shit, I don't really know what else to do with my life, so maybe I'll just, like, become a pastor, and I'll start the Patriot Church, and we'll just talk about QAnon at church, right. you know? Like, you can, it, he should have never been, that should have never been approved. So maybe you grandfather these crazies in, and eventually they will, you know succumb to the you know their mortality and you just don't <laughs> you know come to you, you just don't add more I, I, adding totally, more. <laughs> I would be totally fine with that but yeah I don't think you know I think you change you change the place where they will be outraged but if you stop people from 
would they will spin it as you are trying to stop people from believing yeah and i i feel like we have i mean i know you probably agree with this but like i feel like democrats and and just anybody who's you know pro-democracy really has to stop concerning themselves with optics they have to stop concerning themselves with what are people gonna fucking say about me because guess what they're already saying it so you might as well do it at this point because they're gonna fucking call you that anyway they're gonna say you're politically persecuting them you're they're gonna say you are religiously persecuting them so you might as well go ahead and let them know what that really fucking feels like because at yeah. some point we're going to have to just stand up put our big girl and boy pants on and say and that's enough people like we're not going to be bullied you're not going to you know stretch I mean, the limits and laws I'm of the with you. Amendment, tell me about right? it <laughs> like, tell, tell me about it you know? i've been i've been I, both you and me both have been suffering the slings and arrows of that shit yeah <laughs> i mean is is just saying saying this shit out loud right and, yeah. and calling and saying no no actually it's not okay that this is happening right now and and yeah. it's not okay that we're not just it's not okay that mike flynn is one for me like it I, it just boggles my fucking mind every day that this yeah. guy is just running around like if we don't say something is wrong country, like, people right yeah like, what the fuck and- we don't even know we don't even know what what stopping certain things or certain people might actually do um you know beneficially for just the greater population even people that are sucked into that so if somebody tells somebody that is sucked into that hey this is wrong and illegal there's still a chance that these people being people who have been indoctrinated on a principle of law and order and things like that, that those things will still kind of have carry a weight with them when somebody they, has consequences and somebody is, is, um, you know, shown with, you know, evidence and they fought, you know, the laws, th- there's going to be people who, who, who wake up and recognize that, 100%. Oh shit. And so we have to give those people a chance by doing the right thing. I and agree. We and we have to give about, the rest of us a chance. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of fucking people that will, um, you know, will be mad, but they're going to find something to fucking be mad about. No matter way, what. No matter I what. Agree. And so, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm kind of at a point where I'm like, I'm kind oh, of I not, I, over I everybody. Meaning. Yeah. I, I feel like I, we're all living with um, somebody with like borderline personality disorder and everybody walks on eggshells all day long and you know there's just like nobody can say anything and just like suck it the fuck up i mean I when are you, gonna, you know but, you know you know what's interesting though is like I think, I, I think putin's putin like putin mm-hmm. fucked up, putin fucked fucked up. up. And, and and i think yeah. i think actually like the reaction that i've seen is good like what yeah. i've seen is sort of a separation of the people who know actually what this means to me is that i have to dive deeper into telegram and cut myself off from anything so that i can justify to myself why this fucking monster is murdering and raping women and children yeah uh, like for what right like i have mm-hmm. to i i'm gonna dive deeper right but I think uh, 
maybe even to me a surprising number of people seem to be like wait a second even if they haven't separated from it like i kind of see some numbers shrinking in telegram yeah well they're struggling to rationalize it yeah they are you know with the nazis and the fucking bio labs like you know you know all of that but but it's it's so desperate and awful at this point and they're rationalizing well, such terrible things that you really yeah. have to be hardcore, I think, to be still like deep in it. Yeah. And I, so I immersed myself in some of the um, evangelical kind of dispensational dominionist like sermons. Right. I like to fucking torture myself, I think. <laughs> um, but I was like, OK, what are pe- what are these guys telling their congregations uh, about Russia right now, right? Because in it, this dispensationalism has, it, they believe because like I, like we talked about, they're a literal interpretation of the Old Testament. Right. And in the Old Testament, they have this, this, um, this country or this, uh, this military that comes from Rus. It's R-O-S. Well, yeah. they interpret that as Russia, right? Because they like, oh. I don't know, because they, whatever, right? So Russia, what Russia does in, in their end times, okay, goes and he gets this, um, some other countries and it, they have all these different interpretations because in the Bible, in the Old Testament, it doesn't actually say Russia. It doesn't actually say Turkey. It doesn't actually say Iran. Right. So they have to, they have to do their code. um, It's like Jamaat. Yeah. So even though it's like literal interpretation, it's kind of also not. So that's your first start, you know, starting off on the right foot here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah. So Russia is actually who begins the end times prophecy for these people. So Russia amasses this massive army and just kind of comes stomping through um, that area and goes all the way up to Jerusalem. And yeah, this is what I mean is like, that's why the Z in my opinion could have this dispensationalist meaning of, um, you know, this holy war, this crusade um, to this this end times prophecy in Jerusalem, because these dispensationalist evangelicals really believe that it begins with Russia, who then um, acquires uh, um, China, Iran, Turkey, um, a couple other, uh, a couple other, and and they go and they they have this this battle of Armageddon um, and the battle of Armageddon is, is in Jerusalem. So um, yeah. Awesome. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm the, 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 this is the fundamental lie at the heart of, of like the Republican infatuation with fucking Israel that really yes, correct. He burns exactly my right. ass. Is that yes. all of yeah. the, all of the, well, we're so pro Israel and we're so not anti No, they're pro themselves. They're no, pro it's themselves because they need it. to, they feel like they have to control Jerusalem in order for their fucking, for Jesus to come down on his magic carpet or whatever. Right. right. So actually, what it is is Christian Zionism, is what it is. Right. And that's what, you know, a lot, and what's interesting that you say that is because there's, when I talk about um, Pence, um, there, there's uh, this section, the dispensationalists of this in the evangelical world. Um, they hate Muslims. Okay. Yep. Um, hello. We know, <laughs> we know oh, yeah. all about that, right? Um, 
<laughs> excuse me. Uh, let's see here. And so what they have this um, really aggressive strain of Zionism and it, it this um, religious, uh, um, what are they, uh, specialist, I'm not even sure what their title is, but um, she basically writes that this form of like uh, Zionism is like worse than all the Sheldon Adelsons you can name. Like it's bad, 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 right? So that, and that's this dispensationalist uh, ideology. So there's, um, I mean, uh, Jerry Falwell's Liberty University is a hotbed for this, you know, a lot of this uh, obviously evangelical um, theology, but also the distinct ages or dispensations is what it is. So, yeah. is, you know, is this a, like, um, uh, do you know Rick Wiles? Uh, it sounds familiar. He does yes. Prune, yeah, he yeah, does yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, like that's full it. on Zionist, right? Yes, that's that's yeah. And mm -hmm. and also like a QAnon guy and super anti-vax, but was very oddly like briefly my ally in the fight against Mike Flynn. No way. He he did two entire shows about my video. Oh my gosh, that's so Rick funny. Wiles did. Oh oh, is he friends with um? Is he friends with uh, um, Linwood? Yes, no. Linwood. No, he thinks oh. all of them are fucking insane. What about Wallenew? Like, he he. Rick Wiles is a is I don't even know how to say this a legitimate like one of those like he okay. really believe in my opinion believes that shit. I don't think he's mm -hmm. like an op. I think he's he's genuinely a fucking basically you know anti-Semitic. Um, you know, a Jesus freak who literally thinks uh, the end of the world is is coming soon. Um, yeah. But he hated what Mike Flynn did. He hated that fucking prayer oh. so much. He called Mike Flynn <laughs> a fucking devil worshiper and everything wow. else. And uh, you remember Satan Gate? So well, that's where I it mean, came from. Was fucking oh, wow. that whole thing? Okay, so dispensationalists fucking hate Catholics. They yeah. hate them. Yeah. So there's a very good chance. Um, like there's interviews that go back like 20 years to this guy, McCarthy, um, mm. he's Pastor McCarthy. And he he's not a fan and he's he's a big time dispensationalist. Um, but there's this there's this particular brand of dispensationalism that is it's not just like embraced by Liberty University, but it dates back to like the 19th century um, and was the basis in which um Billy Graham established his ties with the state of Israel. So that's where the, a lot of this, like you were saying, comes from um, is dispensational um, doctrine. And it's essentially just the, you know, that this is how uh, there's a few churches or not, um, not churches, universities that um, are really dispensational grounded, which is Liberty University, Moody Bible Institute, and the Chicago and Dallas Theological Seminary, and they 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 teach uh, dispensational theology is what they do. So you have Jeff uh, Jeffries, Falwell, Jeffries. Graham. Yeah. They, they're all this, these are dispensationalists. They don't. It's interesting because I've never heard of it before, and of course I've heard all of these people, right? Right. Um, 
but, and I don't, I'm not sure why, I don't know why um, we haven't seen more conversation around this, um, you know, this, this, this subset of uh, evangelicals, or if we've just done a poor job distinguishing and, and more just kind of categorized all of them in this evangelical, you know, um, well, it's umbrella. confusing, right? It is. I mean, like, like me and you, I mean, I've, I've said to people like, look, I feel like I have a master's in fucking like comparative religion at this point. Right. Yeah. Just, just from having to find out what the fuck is going on. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, I've, I, I, I feel like the, the American people in general they believe what they believe and everyone else is basically a heretic. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just about what, you know, how uh, radical are you about your beliefs? Right. You know, yeah. whether you feel like you are, you can have your beliefs and someone else can have theirs and that's fine or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. what basically what it, what it comes down to. And, and these, who decides, right? Yeah. And all <laughs> yeah. these perverted, you know, sort of manifestations remove that element, right? They remove uh-huh. the element of being able to to live with others because they insert this doomsday shit with this secret that Yeah, and they're the only ones that know or they're the only ones that are gonna go to heaven or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, this, this, uh, person who writes this, it says basically this, this ideology is this twisted form of anti-Semitism. So yeah. instead of basically, instead of relying on those old kind of tropes about, um, you know, Jewish people and the state of Israel, it basically, they become pawns in this mythology that yep. evangelicals have constructed about the end times. Yep. Basically, you know, they're going to be, you know, one third of them will be converted and the rest are going to be killed because yep. when the Messiah comes and they, you know, um, recognize that, Oh, Oh, we didn't believe the right thing for all this time. How dare us. We're so sorry. I mean, it's really disgusting what they, I mean, they really believe that they got all of these Jews. I, I know, are I've just, seen some of the, I, th- I now yeah. that you say it, I seen some of the imagery of them, like literally floating there and there's like bloody yeah. battles and shit just, going on in the world. Oh, yeah. Like everybody's fucking dying and it's, and they're up there mm-hmm. like, oh, look how holy and awesome we are because what? Mm-hmm. Like, why is that fucking great for you? Why is like some person who just never heard of Jesus because they grew up in, I don't know, fucking Molly or something like, like, was that person supposed to die? What, what do you, what? Like, yeah, they all die. Of, Everybody none dies. of it makes any fucking sense at yeah. all. Um, except if, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, it's this very simple trick. It's yeah. just hiding the ball, right? It's hiding oh, yeah. what you really want behind something else. Yeah. And, and I've also heard people say, look, the Israelis know this shit. They're not stupid. They're using the Christians, right? Who, yeah. you know, give them all kinds of shit. Because they think, you know, they're, you know, so it ends up just being this sort of overlapping series of deceptions, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for their, just for person, their own personal, um, you know, goal. I mean, it's not, it's not about anybody else. 
Yeah, no. It, it never will be. Yeah, I mean, so, um, like, when I was looking into some of this, um, you know, I, I, I see that uh, Mike Pence, actually, just in the beginning of March, he was... Um, uh, he was just honored with like an award from um, he went to Jerusalem actually on the 8th of March and to the friends of Zion heritage center. Yep. And that's, these are dispensation. This is, these are the dispensationalists I'm talking about Huckabee. Yeah. Um, so they have Ralph Reed, you know, the, these are the, these are the people. Um, yep. And so it's, it's just really, uh, curious to me that that um, there's so many um, I don't know overlapping I guess um, parts of you know QAnon and and this particular kind of doctrine within evangelicalism and just um, you know it's really it's, a, it's really curious. interesting especially mm-hmm. because of all this sort of connections to all the stuff that you know Flynn says right yeah um, and and you know and if if you believe that mike flynn is you know at least in part by QAnon, and as you know i certainly do um it makes perfect sense that you know all these themes are you know being repeated um and all these tools are are being employed um just yeah. with a slightly different angle instead of yeah. God in the Bible, it's Trump and Q drops, right? Yep. Yeah. It's all the same shit. I know. So the one guy that I was telling you that I tortured my eardrums listening to his um, sermon uh, is this guy, uh, Gary Hamrick of Cornerstone um, Chapel in Virginia. Mm. And I just kind of picked a random one and, and so <laughs> it's pretty... Uh, decent pick um he actually brought up somebody i know you'll know is um who did he, um he brought up boykin, uh, boykin? Colonel, yeah, yeah yeah what did he say um in his whole sermon i listened to the whole thing and i it was like over it was hours long it was it was really oh it's awful um but yeah um wasn't that the guy isn't he a um what's his name Boykin. Yeah, Jerry Boykin. Mm. Do you know who that is? I'm not sure. No. Oh, okay. Boykin is um uh he's um oh he's an, oh, a total extremist. Um he is let me pull it up here. Delta Force, former he's a <laughs> of part course of, he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's part of Family Research Council. Oh great. Or he started or he yeah. Um, he's executive vice president. Council is another one. My God, the yeah, Dobson. Tony Perkins and yeah. So he, um, yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, he's a fucking crazy person. But he's also really close with Mike Flynn, or or at least uh, Mike Flynn gets a lot of his, you know, ideological kind of anti-Muslim from you know Bridget Gabriel and Boykin and. Um, oh, sorry. is he one of the? Uh, he's Gaffney. one, of the, he's one mm. of the Gaffney, like, like yeah, old yeah. school anti-Muslim brotherhood people, and you know that 
that whole thing where you know Obama's well, that, part of the I Muslim mean, Brotherhood and and, whatever. and where does where does all that wrap around to? And not to start another subject because I've kept you too long already. But mm-hmm. all that shit wraps around um, to the 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 Knights of Malta and all that. Oh, doesn't okay. So wow. yeah. yeah. Um, well. So. So this guy with Boykin Family Research Council, he was also part of Pray Vote Stand. Um, and so just to, uh, you know, rope it back into the insurrection, um, the pers- some of the people that were involved in Pray Vote Stand, one of them was Cleta Mitchell. Oh, uh, another CNP critter. Yeah, yeah, Boykin CNP too. So, okay. you know, you... Yeah, this is what you have all of these people. So, I mean, these are, we'll go back to our Institute of, of Mass Destruction and really it's the CMP, but, um, you know, you have underneath the CMP, I think you just have like tons of people who think the world is going to end. And I, I mean, yep. it's, it's really designed. incredible how much effort they put into planning and preparing for like the nothing. I mean, yep. like, why don't you just just go already? Just go, go be, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, we, we got to worry about all of us. Like, we don't think it's going to end. So let us fucking live out here and like, you yeah, know. Well, I'll, I'll just wait. I'll just wait for it, man. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll listen. When that happens, I'm going to be down here on earth with all of the destruction and the blood and the, and yeah. shit going like, I'll be you know giving what? people CPR and shit um, uh, and tourniquet. Yeah, and, <laughs> I'll be looking up like, you know what? You guys got this one. Well done. Yeah. Well, well done. You, you're, you're up there. You're fine. I'm down here. I'm getting slaughtered. You know yeah. what? I think it's you, way better down you, here. I want to be you, with my people. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I think I think at that point you gotta you, you gotta chalk one up for the for the dispensationalists who oh, sure. believe that Jesus was gonna come and, and they were gonna float and oh you mean if this really up. happens. Oh okay, yes. yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know if it really that. happens. Oh like, yeah. I'm yeah. waiting for the day because listen, like yeah. I'm just saying, like to your point, like yeah. Why don't they just let us go ahead and fucking die? Show us. Yeah, do the thing. Let's That's do That's awesome. Thing. That's awesome. No problem. <laughs> I, I, because I, I, I swear at that point, I would be like, Jesus, I really called that wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, accept my fate whoops. at that point. I guess. Whoopsie. <laughs> well. Whoops. I should have been studying your charts. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> that I was going to fucking work. save me. Right. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just thinking to myself, too, though, at the same time, like, it, that's a, I'm kind of okay, even if I'm super wrong, because I don't hang out with those fucking people. No, like, no totally. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay if I'm wrong, too. Not for a day, not for eternity not no i just they're not no, they are I, that's true <laughs> they're like, like shells of people i don't even they don't even seem human to me like they're just uh, well, so they're, they are human they're just, they're just and, yeah yeah. Well, yeah yeah i mean as you know right they, like that's that's what these and once once you get into this kind of shit it's really a cult right you can't 
it's it's pretty hard to yeah. think that way. And and as you know, when people are in cults, they they you know they suffering undue influence, and right. that makes them act in ways that are designed to make you think that they're you know not acting like humans because they're not yeah. right? they're not acting like normal people at all yeah i mean i like to talk tough and like you know because it's it's uh it's painful it's painful it to be painful. Parents, all, uh, listen i talk you know I like and to watch this and and i you know you want to have i mean i'm i'm like an overly empathetic person unfortunately I know, I so know. like I care about humans just in general, even if they suck, which these people suck. And I want, you know, I want them not to need something like that. Right. I want um, so many things to be better for them, for them not to have to need that. But at at some point it's like they have almost put us in a position where they are, you know, this, this, crusade or this war or this manifestation of some epic battle it's going to have to come to them because if it doesn't uh you know they have othered so much so many of us for so long that um they're gonna have they're gonna have to come to that realization and we're gonna have to bring it to them because i don't know how many more years i can sit here watching them uh destroy uh, women's rights. Um, my daughter is six. I'm not going to let her grow up and and not have the same opportunities and uh, yeah. respect and ability that that a that a boy her age would, you know. And uh, you know, you. just all these things. Like I, I just at some point, the others, all of us others, need to just decide that uh, you know that enough is enough and like. It, kind of yeah. drop a little and, bit of the sympathy just, because I don't know, I can't, I can't let that happen for my kids' future or I yours. I totally or, agree. And you know, em- so many empathy others. has its limits, right? Like, nobody, right. Like, I've always said that my empathy stops when you start hurting people. Yeah. When you start hurting people, like, like you know, uh, in my, um, you know, in my documentary, there's this woman who gets, you know, who's fucking mind fucked, right? And she can't understand why um, Donald Trump is president. And it just breaks her mind, right? And she's acting crazy, right? And why, yeah. Mr. Trump, are you why, why oh, I remember. <laughs> and, and I was like, and, and, and you know, a lot of people, their their reaction was to mock her, right? And oh, I can yeah. understand that. Um, yeah. That, you know, because she's being ridiculous, right, at one level. Sure. But she's not hurting anyone. She's expressing right. pain. She's express, yeah. expressing her confusion about, you know, you know, she's got literal cognitive dissonance, which is mental pain which is mm-hmm. as a result of the world not behaving as the way she, it's like, you know, if all of a sudden. She was lied to. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden the walls in your house turn into pudding or something. And you're just like, what the fuck? You just yeah. it. Like, it doesn't make sense. And so she, yeah. um, she just started losing her mind. And, and, you know, I thought the reaction to that particular thing was very telling. Right. As opposed yeah. to somebody like, Ashley Babbitt, who was literally trying to kidnap fucking Nancy Pelosi, 
Like, yeah. he should have got shot. I'm sorry, but you don't yeah. do that. That's a crime. You're gonna, you're trying to fucking kill somebody. Sorry, you're, you're, right. you got what you deserved. On the other hand, she was normal before her mother indoctrinated her into QAnon, which is how she got into it. Oh, just so, I mean, somebody has, we have to have, again, we'll just accountability. And so part of this is that I feel like we're in a situation, you and I as just regular kind of uh, mostly powerless citizens, right? That are part of this ecosystem of, you know, like free Americans that don't really have a lot of ability to do much ourselves. And we need our system of governance and our institutions to work the way that they're supposed to work. Um, like our justice <laughs> system of justice, like without consequences and, and um, accountability for what QAnon did to so many people like Ashley Babbitt and like that woman you're talking about. Um, we don't have deterrences for people to do the next QAnon that is far more dangerous and that calls for genocide or, um, you know, something like that. I mean, we have got to recognize that we might make some people fucking mad and we might give them a new grievance that they need to go run around with signs about. <laughs> but at some point, like some of those people are going to realize like, oh, maybe my, sh my sign shouldn't have a fucking swastika, right? Because there's consequences for being I a agree. fucking Nazi. There's I consequences there for calling consequences. for the death of people. You know, like you, you should we, not, you should not yeah. be able to be a Nazi. I don't give a fuck. I don't go. Yeah. go you can't be a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's a terrible rule. I don't. No, it's like, not. Let me get it. Let me get. Let me, let me back up. I actually don't give a shit if you're a Nazi <laughs> in your in your fucking brain. I don't right. care. I really don't care. You can think anything you want about me or anyone else, mm -hmm. but the minute you you start walking around with swastikas, much less like trying to indoctrinate someone into your bullshit, fuck yeah. off. You you don't get to do that. In yeah. any country I want to be in, yeah. And, I mean, deterrence. So we we got to figure out how to, how our weapon. Yeah, yeah. Deterrence have to be our weapon because yeah. right now we have a lot of um, people who got a lot away with a lot of things, and um, right now there is literally no motivation to not commit crime at this point i'm not i, I really <laughs> you know what i'm saying i don't really know that laws ex i mean if this is the purge somebody please fucking tell me because i got a list right, that, <laughs> no, right? you know like, i mean exactly. if there are no laws i like, need to be just, alerted to this like i need to know tell me the rules that, right? like, <laughs> are there rules because let's i mean or at least the lack let us of rules. Know. either way it's <laughs> right? fine just yeah because like until I start seeing some people face well, consequences but, but that, of but, their actions, but, I know, feel that, like but, maybe I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do too. No, you know, but that's the whole that's the whole thing, right? It's, yeah, it's the yeah. whole thing is exploiting the difference between the rules that are actually enforced and the rules that you pretend to be following, right? Right, and the yeah. in between there is norms and. And comedy and all the old shit where Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill would have a fucking drink in the White House and everything <laughs> would be fine tomorrow. Right? Yeah. That shit doesn't fucking happen anymore. 
right? No, so no. all of all of, like the scariest thing I ever heard rec- I've heard recently the scariest speech of anyone is Merrick Garland when he spent 25 minutes talking about how awesome norms are. I almost lost my How what? What did you say? How what? awesome what? norms are. He spent, he Who's norms? Who is Norm? Norm is American norms. Norms. That norms are awesome. and that They exist where? Well, that's the thing. They only (laughs) exist in our fucking memories, right? Like no one follows those anymore except for people who are giving ground to the other side. Yeah. That's just the reality we're in. I know. We're not caught. We got to catch up. And, and, And in order to catch up, there is going to be uh, some really painful uh, yep. choices and they, they have to make them. I, I just, I'm at a point I where I'm um, anxiously waiting a leader, like you and somewhere, me both, my friend, right? like, you, and me both. <laughs> you know, and that, I mean, the leader can be calm, they can be whatever, but they have to be just, you know, decisive. And, and they have to say the goddamn truth. They have yeah, to say, they say, say what it they is. have to say it out loud. I say mean, I, yeah, I'm a, I, I, I really do feel like uh, we I've kept you far too long, so we'll go in a minute. But let uh, just a little bit of good news, though, right? Like at least, oh, shit. okay, yeah. I, for me, just yeah, at least the the Biden administration appears to understand finally that it's in an information war. I think that's great, right? Like the fact that he's like, hey, look, they're talking about biolabs, so they're probably going to do a false flag. That's fucking amazing. Like, I was so impressed. So impressed. No other, like, who, what other administration would ever do something like that? I think that's great. I think Garland is starting to make better noises than he did. I think he got a lot of pushback for being such a wuss. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's trying to make some noises, but he needs to go a lot faster. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. you're right. I mean there are, but, but um, at, at are a minimum, some and, and Putin right. fucked up, and the world is rallying. he really did. He the did. Is- I think if you're not in this like charismatic, uh, uh, Christendom, you know, end times, um, yeah, you know, this specific thing, you're really hot. You can't rationalize what Putin is doing. That's some right. of the, you know, and that's that you you're limiting even your your religious right there. So Putin yeah. has really kind of divided the religious right in a way that the Democrats would not have been able to. So totally. we have to find a way to, to, I don't wedge that fucking gap, like, and keep it apart somehow with messaging or whatever it is, but we have got to find a way to pull some of these religious right back a little bit to the center away from that fucking, you know, that you know fringe what? that Unfortunate, really is, Unfortunately, yeah. I think these atrocities as they continue to unfold, are, it's going to have to wake some people up, you know? Yeah, or, yeah. Or it's going to wake everyone else up to the fact that, no, seriously, we have, you know, basically a, a Putin's brainwashed army in the country. Because in order to support that, you have to be, you know, more or less... In yeah. yeah yeah well so. i say we we i guess find our silver linings where where we can um and i think what we're looking at as far as if we can get um things 
done in Congress, which I don't really know. We'll see. Right. But um, things like the Disclose Act or um, there's also another one that came out of the democracy, um, uh, whatever they had. I can't remember what they called it, but um, there's something called the Enablers Act. And the Enablers mm-hmm. Act actually goes after um, enablers of um, dark money and money laundering. So it goes after people like um, real estate agents, accountants, uh, attorneys. Cool. Uh, you know, everybody, and it, everybody who just turns the other way when. Yeah, you, the people who process this money, you know, the people who. Well, yeah, like, who, like the Mazars. Yeah, like the, like the Mazars of the world. Did, do you hear that story? Where what they did was they would, they would fill out the the entire tax form and then leave the the numbers for Donald Trump to fill in, and then he would sign it. Right. Yeah. These people. Those people. Exactly right. Like, yeah. Like like they knew exactly what he was going to do, and and they did the bare bare possible minimum to try to escape some kind of accountability for it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these things, you know, um, I think it was the summit, the democracy summit. It didn't get enough attention. It really should have. Um, it was such a big deal. Um, you know, and I, I just, you know, we just, we have a really, uh, horrible, um, information, uh, stream right now, you know, where, where our journalists and people are focusing on, um, countering culture war when they can, you know, just do a totally different thing. But um, they can just look around them and see what's yeah. But happening. the democracy summit, if, if people didn't know that that happened, I really suggest that they look at what came out of that because there's a lot of really, really great um, conversations and potential that came from that to protect democracies all over the world from um authoritarian capture whether it be uh, through money send me, send me or, the link to that so yeah. i can make sure that i include it yeah. um yeah and, um yeah, hey, we, can, look, we can do this just, forever i mean there's so much could, you know but, <laughs> but and and look if you're up for it we will like there's yeah <laughs> no, no particular limit i could do this, i could talk about this stuff all day as you know i yeah. am i am incredibly grateful to you for your for for being so generous with your time i know especially with kids it's it is not an easy task to find time so so thank you my friend and um you you know one of these days i will be back on twitter but in the meantime we will uh we have plenty of other ways to to plenty of others yeah exactly to work together so um thanks again and um you know i will talk to you soon and to everybody who was listening in thank you so much and we'll talk to you next time